Good morning friends, it's Grania Tyndall here, it's Numbers for Success and welcome to the Numbers for Success podcast on all things soul. So friends, today is July the 12th, 2021 and I wanted to talk about something that has fascinated me since I first started my career as a numerologist over 20 years ago. And when I was training at that time, we would use various different people, maybe celebrities or people in the public eyes who would be of interest for us to diverse and to check out their date of birth and name for birth and literally to dissect as well, you know, the meaning behind their journey in life and and their sole purpose. And we would have used people from, you know, media, artists, you know, songwriters, um, playwrights, royalty, we liked royalty, and various different, you know, people who have been in the public eye since, you know, beginning of time and since records have been present. And for me personally, being someone who's a huge interest in music and in the arts generally, it was one of my uh, most enjoyable periods of, of exploring the power of numerology. And numerology really is an ancient science. It has been around since the beginning of time. And as with anything, numbers are energy. They are such an important part of being human. And as we may know, or you may know, Pythagoras, good old Pythagoras, he was an interesting par- person. I must look at his his information at some point as well for a, a podcast. But Pythagoras, you know, was a philosopher. And at the time, uh, young men would sit in his presence um, and learn from him. And it was all passed down word for word. Nothing was written down. And, you know, he discussed astrology, astronomy, um, all types of, you know, psychology, uh, philosophy, obviously. That's what he was, a philosopher. But he also discovered the power of numbers and the power of the energy behind numbers. So he started working a system, which I, as a numerologist, was trained in, to learn and how to utilise the power of our date of birth and name from birth to understand, perhaps, just a little bit more why we're here, what is our purpose, what can I do to be the best I can be, the best version of myself, and what is my sole purpose. So it's it's fascinating to think all those thousands of years ago that was something that he was discovering, but of course that would have been used very much as well by the Egyptians and way, way back to Atlantean and Lemurian times. Numbers, as with anything of energy, crystals, uh, etc., you know, and obviously astrology and, and the formation of the stars and the planets and the influences have been revered by the ancient ones. And as we use it today now um, to help, in my case, to help people find their sole purpose, it's always fascinating to be able to learn a little bit more about who you are. So for the purpose of this podcast, I came across this, I guess the word, I use the word phenomenon, but most people will know it anyway, but it became more uh, prevalent in the 90s with the death of a young man who we will be discussing in the coming weeks. So through, I suppose, maybe for the last maybe 120 years, we'll keep it about from 1900 on, we 
have all been living, as we know, in 19 something. So from 1900 to 1999, everyone's date of birth has a 19 in it. And the, one, the young people born since the year 2000 have a very different vibration. They are born in 20 something, 2001, right up to 2021. They continue to be born and they carry a very different energy collectively. They carry the we are generation. Whereas the generation that most of us were born in, who are probably listening to this, would be born in the I am, which is the 19 something. So the people I'm going to be looking at and dissecting their charts and looking at their story are a group of men and women, mainly men, who changed, I guess, modern music, but also changed and became part of a cult and a cultish way of their living and their dying. And as I have researched every one of them, men and women, I've really come across some very similar themes, which we will discuss as we go through this. Now for today's podcast, this will just be the overview. And then from this podcast onwards, I will be taking each of the individuals separately looking at their charts, their life, and trying to work out truly how they live their soul purpose or not. And this is something that I'm extremely passionate about because I have such an interest, as I said, in the arts. And I feel those who are listening to this, hopefully you will also have an interest and maybe learn something about these heroes or sheroes that maybe you have followed for many, many years. And it is a a common theme now it's now known through the media and I suppose through uh, the cultural experiences that these people have come through it's called the 27 club so the 27 club is a term that was given to a number of young people 27 is young um, artists writers musicians and so forth and actors who died at the age of 27 and it wasn't really it was acknowledged back in the 60s or 70s when within a very short time three of them three of them which I'll work with now three of them died within a couple of months of each other and um, which was a shock to the system but it wasn't until the death of Kurt Cobain in 1994 that the media sort of looked at the coincidence of you know, at least these many actors uh, and musicians I should say um, dying at the age of 27. Now as a numerologist and also in astrology, in astrology it's called Saturn return, in my work it's called the soul return and what does that mean? There are certain ages when I'm doing a chart that we look at what is the soul return age for an individual. So your soul comes into physical form on the time of your birth, obviously. When the light hits the pituitary gland and you hit your your back in, into physical form, that's the beginning of your current soul journey. Before you come in, you will have made a commitment or, and this is, I'm making, these are the words I'm given now. You'd have made, you've made a plan or a commitment, yes, to have certain experiences happen to you which you have agreed to prior to your entrance onto the earthly plane and there are certain ages that these 
things or experiences or people will cross your path to get you to recall and live your soul purpose. So the first one usually is in usually is in the early teens. And again, it's different for every single person. And then the next one is usually in the mid 20s. And in astrology, it seems to be around the age of 28, 29. And in numerology, it's also similar. It could be 26 to 28. So, and then so forth into the 30s and 40s and so forth. So what's very interesting for me as a numerology, numerologist perspective, is that the number of people I'm going to talk about, you know, over this coming weeks are people who obviously all died at a soul return age of 27. Now, there is one who I'm going to include in the 27 club, even though in fact he was 28 and that's Heath Ledger. And he died just after his 28th birthday. But I just feel there was something very significant about him. There's something very um He's a very interesting um, chart. And again, I'm not coming from a conspiracy theory perspective here now. And I know there's loads of conspiracy theories about each of these individuals. And having done a lot of research on them all, I can understand why there is. And I'm going to be trying to, as best I can, I'm human, but as best I can coming from the soul's perspective. So we're going to look individually at each of these people to try and work out um, perhaps what was their sole purpose to certain times and dates and par- characters they met and also their demise, how they all made their end- exit. And But of course, what interests me is the fact that they all died in their 27th year. And 27 is a very young age. And yet it's such an important age in terms of the soul. So your soul return ages, friends, are ages that... Firstly, I believe you can leave on your soul return age because it's usually when you go back to the beginning of the soul's contract. So I also believe we have three times that we are able to leave physical form. And that is a a, a commitment we've made. And therefore, I always find it interesting when um, I have when I do people's charts that um, they may have had near death experiences around their soul return ages or something very significant happens and it's usually very significant that changes their view of life so the 27 club is members of as i say the elite in terms of their art their musical format and the first person there's no particular order these are just how i i've decided to do it the first person that we will be looking at is brian jones um who was one of the greatest musicians of all time and is never really recognized for that uh, obviously a member of the rolling stones we're going to be looking at robert johnson who was a again a blues singer a blues musician sometimes called the king of the delta blues who also died at the age of 27 and he had a huge influence on the, one of the great the greatest musicians of all time like Eric Clapton and um, Jimi Hendrix and Jim Harrison as it happens the next one then will be Janis Joplin uh, Mamas and Papas uh, died a very uh, sad and lonely lonely death then we have Jim Morrison lead singer of The Doors one of my 
definitely heroes in terms of musical and poetic ability. He died in Paris at the age of 27. Then we have the wonderful Jimi Hendrix, who was also, as I say, influenced by Robert Johnson. I felt it was important to put in Robert Johnson, who I really didn't know much about, I'll be honest. And uh, But these are he had a huge influence on these young people, and, and he was also a young man when he died. So we've, we have um, Jimi Hendrix, um, who died in London. Then we have Kurt Cobain, who died in 1994, very interesting character um very troubled but a very very intriguing one and then amy winehouse in 2011 so i feel when amy winehouse then died at 27 and she really was another i think it brought the 27 club or the, the phenomenon around that to the world again and i feel you know um she is such an interesting character to observe and to follow and to um, realise and each of these people had such profound and yet very different talent now of course not everyone's going to agree with you know my choice but these are the people I have done my research on and then there's also uh, another um, artist um, Jean-Michel Jean-Michel Basque Basque who was a huge um, uh, up-and-coming artist who um, many of the great artists of the day um, such as um, Andy Warhol um, absolutely felt that he was to be the next great artist of of the 20th century 21st century but unfortunately he made his uh, demise in 1988 We'll have a little look at him. He's another very interesting person. And then, as I said, I'm going to put in um, Heath Ledger. Um, Heath Ledger was born in Perth in Australia. And, you know, his rise to fame was phenomenal. And I've done a lot of research on him. And I just felt there's something very significant about him. And I feel we can explore it together. And maybe try and work out what was the reason for his soul leaving at that time at the height of his fame and also why all of these individuals which which this goes back from that well Robert Johnson died in 1938 so we're going to start from the 30s the 70s the 90s and the 90s so that's what we're going to be looking at now of course there's many many more people famous people who died at 27 and in fact the age that is most significant for people to die at this is very cheerful is actually 56 um a lot of famous people have gone at that but we're going to just look at the 27 for the moment just to keep it in context with what i wanted to do and so therefore we're going to really explore this and for me what i see is a common theme without uh, going too deeply into it is that there seems to be a very strong um, I, I use the word spiritual a spiritual uh, context to each and every one of these individuals firstly they were all highly skilled and highly uh, talented they all seem to have a very um, uh, poor footing a foundational in, from early childhood each, each of them some of them were born into absolute poverty dire poverty like Robert Johnson I mean his mother was um, a, a child of a slave and she he was her 11th child and uh, and then we have someone like Brian Jones who actually came from a very affluent family 
he was born in Cheltenham and he went to private schools and stuff but he just couldn't settle and we'd be looking at, at each of them as Jim Morrison was the same and and then there's other people who would have come from middle middle ground and then obviously you know um uh, you know, higher higher echelons shall we say however every one of them had a, a sense of not belonging and they all seemed to come from a sense of being different and they're all trailblazers and most of them it, most of them died from uh, misuse of of uh, drugs drink sex extremities and we'd be looking at that and also maybe one or two were murdered but there also seems to be a very um I, i'm going to use the word uh, satanic vibe going through a number of the individuals i did my research on as in there's this st- story that says that robert johnson sold his soul to the devil now it's a myth but then there's also brian jones who also you know dabbled in satanic uh, worship and so forth with one of his girlfriends when they were taking LSD. So there's going to be, it's going to be very interesting. And again, I'll try and keep it as I'll give as much information as I can. But I'm going to always come from the soul's perspective. So please understand that it may not cover everything that you may know or that you may not know. It'll cover what I feel is relative to um, understanding and perhaps being able to see and get a better view of why and I remember reading when I was researching Brian Jones for example who will be the first person I will look at um, next week he you know Mick Jagger in years you know 20 30 years after his death he was able to understand he said I didn't understand him at the time how the power of addiction can have such a grip on people but for for Brian Jones it, it really had and it was whilst he was a genius it was his way of coping and I'm certainly not justifying that um, in any way or shape or form but but, but, what Mick Jagger was able to say was now as a man uh, who obviously gone through his own um, addictions he was able to understand why he went through what he did so friends I hope you will join me on this journey of the 27 Club our next one will as I say be about Brian Jones a very interesting character so we'll have um, sex drugs and rock and roll on a soul journey of Brian Jones so until we meet again friends if I can help you in any way you know how to contact me numbersforsuccess.com and many blessings to you until we meet again